0: Please note that all statements made about Japanese gun laws were made prior to the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe.
1: Heels podcast with your healing, empowering, encouraging, and loving sisters. Hi, welcome to the Hills podcast. This is going to be our last episode for season one. Um, we decided to do a very heavy, some heavy topics to talk about today. We're going to discuss gun control, and we're also going to discuss abortion. So it's, it's a little deep this time. We we do want to address these topics. These are very hot topics. We just want to discuss you know our views and opinions about that. And so we do also want to put out a disclaimer that, so the views and opinions of these two particular topics are not a reflection of how we... Um, operate in our daily lives. It's just a personal opinion. It's not a reflection of our professional standards or anything. Um, And so we just wanted to put that disclaimer out there to let people know that this is just a personal opinion. It's not um, meant to be offensive or harmful in any way. So we're going to discuss gun control. That's going to be our first topic. And I wanted to ask you ladies, do you own a gun? Does anybody own a gun? I do not
0: own a gun. I own a taser. That's about as heavy as I get as far as
1: weaponry. <laughs> but no friends.
2: guns. No gun. So I
1: do own a gun. Um, and I am going to acquire some more. And I do have a license. Awesome. Even though it's not required anymore. Mm-hmm. I want my money back. I shouldn't say that. I'm trying to... I need to be serious.
2: In um. um this state in your state it's
1: and not, Georgia is not a requirement he changed the rules where anybody can carry oh okay so i do own a gun and i do have a license and i plan on uh, buying more okay. so uh, so you ladies don't own a gun i i own a gun um have you ever shot a gun
0: I have. I'm excited to say I have definitely shot a gun. I had an opportunity to, look, shoot a Glock. I was excited. (laughs) My girlfriends and I decided to have a girlfriend's day out, and the idea was brought up, let's, you know, let's go. Let's go to uh, shoot some guns and see, you know, what we like. We went to the gun. We went to the gun range, and we got to choose which guns we wanted to, you know, shoot. So, I chose a Glock just because I've heard that word on TV like a hundred times. I was like, oh, a Glock. I'll take that. And i shot it like the first time i actually pulled the trigger i was scared to death because i was scared about all the things i heard about like the the, the sh- i guess the the force backfire, the, yeah the force of it backfire everything yeah the backfire i was scared of that a little bit but after i shot it the first time and then i continued it, it got easier and easier as the day went on so i actually had a good time um shooting the gun at a target but um i still even after that i still had no desire to actually own a firearm so but yes i definitely have been able to shoot one in the past
2: i have not would i like to absolutely hell yeah let loose it's okay um don't judge me y'all uh, <laughs> but i would love to go to a gun range uh for the sport would i i mean like to own a gun yes um that's just that, you know. We are in a times that have definitely changed my perspective on owning a gun um, and protecting myself and my household, wherever that may be. So, guess that.
1: So, I'm a Southern girl, and in the South, you can have pickles and feet and pickles and guns. And I have been to several ranges on occasion, shot several different type of guns. I think the first time I shot a gun, I think I was maybe 12. Oh, wow. Um, And um, I've been shooting ever since. The FedEx driver, when he... Um, deliver my package. Like in my garage, I have the the little range thing that you shoot at. And he mm-hmm. was like, "Are you a shooter?" And I was like, "Yes, I am. I am a shooter." <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I have shot several guns of all different sizes. I have not shot an assault rifle or um, like a twelve gauge. It's just the recall. is too heavy for me. Um, but I, I I would like to shoot um an assault rifle but yes I've shot on several occasions and been to several gun ranges so
2: so next time I come down to visit
1: we need to go that's what we're gonna do all right so here's the the little sensitive topic um what are your feelings you know with all this that has been going on and it's been going on for quite some time you know for those who are not aware you know we've had the volley shootings Buffalo, uh, Charleston, uh, the one that happened in uh, Florida—you know it's just seems like it's just been uh, a lot of mass shooting recently. Um, and you know the the times that we are in are—it's just weird. It's just a weird feeling during the times. And so I want to know what are your opinions about this, about guns, in terms of you know. Like Corinne, you said your opinion has changed given you know the recent circumstances. So, how do you feel about the gun controls, and how do you feel about you know all the things that are happening um, currently?
2: I so number one, do I think you should be medically cleared to own a gun? Yes, um, I think you should be. That's just the bottom line. You need to. Be medically cleared to own a gun um and when you mean medically clear like in terms of mental so mental so your mentality um i think some of the mass shootings that have happened are because people are not mentally stable you know, um, and they're not mentally stable and they're allowed to purchase or they have access to guns. And if there's any way to mitigate that, I do think that, you know, those red flag laws, red flag laws um, do bear weight and are important because you could be mentally unstable and you know, there could be lives lost as a result of that, um, of you not getting help and the proper help that you need, um, you know, to resolve said issues, whatever you're dealing with. Uh, So that's one one point that I would like to make. Um, But when I say my perspective has changed, Even in the city, DC is wild. DC is crazy. Just people, just. uh, I have been a witness to attempted carjackings right in front of my face. Um, I've had, yeah. So, you know, as a female out here in society, just the innocent measure of going to get gas or just being out, right? Um, Out and about minding my business and somebody wants to harm me, um, would I like to own a gun? Absolutely, yes. You know? uh, So I think some of the experiences that I've had and definitely more recently have helped to push my opinion towards the side of the spectrum of becoming an owner. doesn't mean I want to use it or whatever, but I do desire, you know, to protect myself at all costs. So
0: I understand that. Um, For me, um, with everything that has been happening, but the fact that I have a child in the house, it kind of, I'm kind of on the fence. I'll say that I'm on the fence. I, um, on one hand, I do want to protect my, my home, my household. Um, but on the other hand, I do have a child in the house and I fear that, um, if someone was to break in or to penetrate my home in some way or form or fashion, if they get a hold of the gun or take it away from me, I I fear that too. You know what I mean? I just, I've never, I can't, I'm not going to say I've never had a gun in the house back in the day. I'm pretty sure parents had a gun in the home. I've come across a few, but I knew back then not to touch. As my daughter knows as well, too, there are some things in the home that she shouldn't, you know, be able to put her hands on. Um, But I just, a gun has just never really been my thing. You know what I mean? It's just, even with everything that's happening, I still don't feel like I'm in danger to the point where I need to purchase a gun. If that makes sense. I don't feel like I need to purchase a gun at this point. I don't think that we've got to point that I need to. Now, but I do understand other people's feelings and emotions and with everything that's going on, especially with, uh, with race, um, with Black people as a whole, everything that's happening to us, um, I can understand how people are feeling um, the need to protect themselves. So I get that. Um. As far as like a gun control, I definitely feel like with everything that's happened here in DC, specifically speaking specifically here in DC, I definitely think there should be rules put in place before someone is able to purchase a firearm. I also feel that a person should be 18 years or older. You have to be what? 21 to drink. You have to be 21 to actually enter a club. You have to go through all of these processes just to get your license to drive. Why are we putting these gun owners through the same, or at least uh, the same level of scrutiny that we do for other items or for other things that you know adults need to do? That's the part I don't understand. Why are we so against putting rules in place for people owning a firearm? It makes no
2: sense. Yeah, Yeah, that is actually like really interesting. that is really interesting that you positioned it that way. I would like to ask <laughs> right, like like who can we ask that question to? Like, why is this such a you know why are people so against a, right, putting a point rules, of hesitation um, on
0: purchasing firearms or putting a especially limit. when you're
2: in the military. Exactly. When you're in the military, you have to learn how to operate machinery, weaponry, those things. So, why is it not the case that those, not all the same rules, because you're working with different weapons, but why is it not the case that some of those rules can be applied to the American public? It's
1: money. Yeah, of course. If you wanted to restrict, restricting... The level or the age requirement in which someone can purchase a gun is the money, it's the money control. Like right? the revenue from per- gun purchasing is insane. Um, and those uh, straw, uh, straw hay boys that grew up in a country where shooting guns is like learning to ride a bike, you know, they don't, that's the, the, the thought that they have to have a requirement in order to do that upsets them. And those type of people are the ones that regulate the rules for our country. So it's money and it's a matter of having control of you can't tell me what to do or how to do it. Like I said, net Annette, Annette made a very good point. It's I can go out at 18 and buy an AK-47, but I can't buy a Tito's from the liquor store. That to me is just asinine. It's crazy. I don't understand that. So, in terms of my opinion, you know, I am in the South. Guns are second nature. I grew up with guns there were plenty of guns in my house i knew where every single gun was and my thing was the discipline like even though i knew where they were i had ex- i can be able to ex- um to have access to them i knew that i would get backslapped or flipped over if i even attempted to take some take something that's that powerful without the presence of an adult So it was just a matter of discipline for me in terms of that. Now, my feelings about this whole situation, I I do want to put a disclaimer out there that, again, my opinion is just my opinion. It's not the views and opinions of the Heels podcast, because for some, what I'm going to say is going to be, it's going to seem offensive and it's going to be completely um, what people are not expecting. So... I, um, I, what happened in Raleigh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, in Buffalo, in Charleston, in Florida, and all the other places that had the masculine, is just horrific. I think, especially the one, you know, with the, with the kids, the fact that I, and it hit, that one really hit home for me because I have a, a child that's in elementary school. So the fact that I can, just me fathoming, I, couldn't, I can't fathom that I can drop her off at school and I, I, I won't be able to pick her up because somebody went and, and, and shot her school up. That that really bothered me. Like I couldn't sleep that night. I was like, like now they're talking in schools. Like, you know, this is like Columbine situation all over again. And so, you know, that, that really did bother me. Um, but with that being said, I am a strong advocate of guns and the right to bear arms, the Second Amendment. I favor that to a T. I feel that if you would like to carry a gun and have a gun, you should have one. And it should not be restricted to what type of gun you should have. When people were saying that you should ban assault rifles, I don't agree with that. Not at all. And again, as I said, this is just my opinion, you should not be able to tell me what type of gun I should buy. If I want to go out and buy, and hear me out, ladies, because y'all making these faces, y'all about to kill me. If I want to go out and buy AK-47, that is my right. And I don't feel as if this should be a ban on assault rifles for... Gun control. I don't. I don't agree with it. However, hold on. I do. Ha- hold on. I, I was just about however, to throw my question out there. Go ahead. go however. however, do I think there should be stricter enforcements to obtaining an assault rifle? Yes, I do. Let me tell you. Well, let me tell you some of the restrictions that I think should be in place. I think instead of the age limit being 18, I think it should be 25, just like they do with car insurance. I also think that there should be training classes that requires you to have a certification. Also, there should be fear training, fear tactic, fear training classes as well. I think we should pay an excise tax on assault rifles. If you want to go out here and buy an assault rifle that's $1,500, you just pay 20% in taxes on that. I do agree with that. I think you should have a federal and a state registry where you can register to be listed as an assault rifle owner for federal and the state that you live in. I also think it should be a limit on how much you can buy. An 18-year-old kid shouldn't be able to buy two assault rifles back-to-back, two or three assault rifles with 500 bullets. Like, what, what are you shooting? That's insane. Like, there should be some type of limit or control of how much someone should buy an assault rifle. I do think that it should be a mental background check. Um I do think that people should take a personality test before they can purchase an assault rifle and I think we should be able to pay a certification fee um a certification fee every year. If you want to own that type of gun, you should be able to pay for that type of service for that gun every single year. But I am in complete agreement with not banning assault rifles. I don't That's to me, I hate to do the comparison because they're not really, they're not the same, but that's like telling me that the only car that I can buy is a RAV4 when I want a Range Rover and a Range Rover can do just as much damage by hitting somebody as much as a RAV4 where it's not, it's not the same in comparison. I'm not, and I'm not advocating for any type of violence. I think what that fool did was disgusting and despicable, but banning assault rifles is not going to stop the violence. It's not. It really isn't. Because what they're going to do is that they're going to turn it from, oh, I can't buy an assault rifle. Let me go ahead and make this pipe bomb. There's always going to be some alternative to not having or not having things accessible um, for those situations. But I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying, for me, I don't think assault rifles should be banned.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this question. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you need an assault rifle for? Living in the suburbs, living in the city. What do you need one for? What purpose does it serve to have an assault rifle in the city, in the suburbs? What are you using it for?
1: For me, it's a form of protection. And the same way as a 9 or a 22 would have it's the same type of protection it's just that when assault rifle it's multiple bullets it's multiple bullets at
0: one time versus a handgun where you you're you're trying to be a little bit more accurate you're pointing at your target and you're shooting at your target versus an assault rifle is just a spray of bullets all over the place what purpose does it serve to have that in a city or in a suburbs i don't see that purpose And an assault
2: rifle is designed for war it was initially its initial intent was designed for war i'm looking it up right now so um it says assault rifles were first put into mass production and accepted into widespread service during war world war ii so to annette's point what is the purpose of having of owning an assault rifle even if you went through the level of scrutiny um that you that you express right mm-hmm. like i think that those i think that those roles make some sort of sense oh, that makes um sense. I, but i totally agree with it, a lot of things you said an assault rifle mm-hmm. is designed for war so unless you are entering into war it is my belief that you should not even have access to an assault rifle that should be limited to like generic like there should military like, use only yes I think I believe that assault rifles
0: should only be used for military use only. Um, I feel there is no purpose having it in our neighborhoods or on our local streets. You know, I just don't feel like it's necessary. If you want to protect your home, you want to protect yourself, your handgun. Your shotgun, perfect weapon. No, no, ma'am. I,
1: I totally disagree job. with you. I, listen, I listen. We're I going to agree. We to agree disagree, to disagree. I to, I understand, and I re- I completely respect both of you all's opinion. Right, but I it's a personal choice. Yeah, and I if I choose to go out and buy an assault rifle, then that's my choice. Um. Just the same way you choose to 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 buy whatever you choose to buy, um, that's a personal choice.
2: But let me I, let me I put mean, it to you like this:
1: in your in your to answer your question, in all honesty, there is no need for me to have an assault rifle, um, because my my twenty two or my nine or my twelve gauge would do the same thing with less force i guess as opposed to an assault rifle but that's a personal choice of mine if i want an assault rifle i want an assault rifle if that's my choice that's my choice that's what i want we also have to recognize too that
0: america number one (laughs) when it comes to death by guns and assault rifles which makes no sense and then you look at other countries and hardly any you're just like wait a minute you know like and they have stricter laws in place if we let's let's talk about Japan they have stricter laws in place so when is the last time we ever heard that there was a shooting or a mass shooting in some place like Japan we haven't because they have got- such strict laws on owning even a handgun the amount of training and <laughs> And things you have to do in order to even own one there. It's 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 a it's crazy. But all that I, level of security or all that level of training or requirements is necessary because they want to make sure that the person who is owning the gun, who is purchasing the gun, is not purchasing it to do harm to the community. Right. But
2: and then there's also I just wanna use this analogy. I mean, make this comparison because you made a comparison between the Range Rover and the RAV4. You got a Humvee and a RAV4. That Humvee, us American people do not have access to unless we are in the military, right? Like the armed Humvee. So in the same respect, that, AR- so the AR-15 My point goes back to what is designed for the military, you should be trained for the military in order to use, and you should use it for military purposes. We are not trained as American people to operate humvees on the regular, you know, airplanes, you know, jets, you know, those, those, the purpose is that's for the protection of the country. Um... And so that's just the point that I wanted to make. You made that comparison. So I just wanted to rebuke rebuttal with that. Of course.
1: But let me ask you this. So if I was in the military, would my justification would it be would it be justified if I said I, I wanted an assault rifle? If I was no. In the military? No. no.
0: Not for personal use. Not for no. personal use. No. That if you walk into the walking through the uh, gates of the military base and you're now at work and you're about to go do your duty. As a military officer or employee, and it requires you to have that that assault rifle, then you can have that assault rifle while you're on duty. But when you walk back out that gate to go home, there's no need for you to carry that gun with you.
1: (laughs) So are you in an act of war? Like, we've all worked at the Navy Yard, and our officers carry
2: assault rifles. So we're in an act of war at work? They're protecting, I think it's, I think it's the greater mission, not, I I think honestly, it's the greater mission and to which the reason why those, those weapons are present, you know, is to protect the nation, to protect, I mean, we saw what happened to, at 9-11, say that that was like a ground attack, right? So, you know, the Navy bases located in the United States, you know, are protected to the level of to the degree in which they need to be protected to to make sure that we come up come out on top so there's i i believe it's it's a greater mission you know like and in any in any act of war right you're always counting casualties um and the amount of casualties so i think you know the greater mission is to protect and 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 land casualties in land so you know the reason why those types of weapons are present on bases is to do is to carry out the mission. Period.
1: So a a nine or Glock can't carry out that same mission. For instance, with the Navy mm-hmm. Yard shooting, um, it was just a one man show. So, but I can guarantee you that it was assault rifles for galore for a one man show. So I don't understand. What's the difference between a person having a nine shooting some a person that a, an attacker like that, as opposed to in a person who's who's carrying around an assault rifle because he has military credentials, he can do the same with his training with either one. So I don't understand you saying like an assault rifle is for an act of war, but they walk around with them on a base in the state which at currently right now we're not in an act of war So what makes it's it design designed for, me, for war so uh, so what yeah. makes it different for me if i choose to have an assault rifle as opposed to a nine minus the military training that's the only thing mm-hmm. so i i just that's that's just how i feel about that um
2: and we are in no way perpetuating violence yes, of any absolutely. kind we need to make sure that that yes, is very yes. clear no no, 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 i meant to say that i'm sorry i did
1: i'm not advocating for violence whatsoever guns are violence, regardless of the magnitude of the size of what they are right i'm not advocating for violence i'm not saying going out and and, and do a random shoot i'm not doing but what that. you're saying I, is that i should be able to
0: own whatever kind of gun i want to If I am a qualified adult or a registered
1: adult. And and if I desire to have that gun of gun of that magnitude, there should be extra levels taken in order for me to obtain that, that type of gun. But you should not tell me what type of gun I should be able to buy. If I want to buy an AK 47 with a scope and a laser, that's my choice.
2: Woo child. That's, 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 that's
0: deep that's just oh man i was like well we knew she said she was coming with an opinion that wasn't going to be popular she sure did (laughs) like that
2: was definitely and you and i we did not have a discussion on our views and you know even though we aligned fatima i understand what you're saying
0: i definitely get your point of view and i agree that we're just gonna have to agree to disagree
2: disagree right Right. so um
0: hmm So how would you ladies like
2: to, like, end? So we're going to turn the tables. Yeah. Um, You know, again, we cannot emphasize enough. We are in absolutely no way advocating violence. We do not condone violence of any kind. And we are having a discussion based on the recent events that have occurred in the United States. And we are just having a authentic discussion about access um, and access to access to the tools, right? We would like to have, or desire to have, or even own to exercise our Second Amendment right. Um, and we are, you know, coming to a point where we are agreeing to disagree because this is not. This is a discussion, so it's not a debate, right? On who's right or who's wrong, right? And we need that to be clear, right? It is based on the person themselves, and it's not even to you know, you know, one person's perspective is not better than the others, right? Um, and yeah, this is not for you. This is not a tool for you to take to advocate to to do. Some right. crazy bullshit. Cause no. You know, <laughs> I think it's an American
1: thing. I really do. Because I have a friend that lives abroad mm-hmm. and she actually I already knew of the article, but she sent the article to me regarding the Uvale situation. Mm-hmm. And I sent her a message. I said, She lives in Dubai. And I said, Do they have that type of, you know, activities over there? And she said, No, honey, it's only for the states. Only the states does that. And like you said, Annette, when when was the last time you see anything regarding even out of the country besides you know the crime war countries Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, Kuwait? You know, like for Japan, when when have you heard anything about any type of violence in front of that magnitude or mass shootings or anything like that? Um, but I, I don't know what's in the air that causes people to wake up one day and say okay let me decide to do this horrendous activity like i don't understand like and then the fact that it seems like it's every month it's like back to back and i'm like do they have a facebook group like or do they have some type of social media
2: well you also it feeds off you know the news the news starts the news is a is a is a is a is an outlet right So when you see somebody has done something, you either get empowered to do the same thing or you get empowered to do different. Or you get empowered to stay still and not do anything at all. But what- So people use that type of stuff, like feed off of that kind of stuff. And it justifies like, so we saw it was like a ripple effect. Buffalo, then Uvalde, then, you know, some other incidences that, happened after that and those the ones that we don't hear about right people feed off of negative news they do mm-hmm. the wrong like people who are not stable people who are just people feed off of negative news they use it as motivation to do or to not to do or to 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 come against you know those things that are not right The choice is yours, but it's a choice. That's free will. So you may have to cut this, but I don't
1: believe, I'm not, I'm not, um, like speaking, saying that mental health is not real. I'm not saying that, but that, oh, he has mental issues. To me, is BS. You knew exactly what you were capable of doing. You posted that information online saying that you were going to shoot your grandmother. And then you said, I did it. Here I am heading to the school. Like I've seen people in a real mental state and I'm not a psychologist and I am not a psychiatrist. So I can't make um, an expert or a professional opinion about it. But that whole mental it's a mental condition is b s to me, and it seems to be that it's uh it it depends on the type of race you are
2: mm-hmm. in
1: which if it's a certain race, then you're a terrorist or even a certain
0: well, depending uh, on what race it is, you could be a terrorist on one hand, a thug on another hand. Right. You know,
1: if it's another race, it's then a mental it was issue. it was a mental issue, yeah. or um, the 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 that individual had a, a traumatic childhood that of burning animals and doing all <laughs> kinds of crazy things to you. It does
2: do a disservice to the people who are literally suffering with mental That illness. are really, really suffering, suffering yeah so It is a cop out um and it does do a significant disservice to the people who are suffering really with mental illness so it is you know I, you know throw the flag call bullshit you know there are signs there are definitely signs right like it's not you don't wake up one day and decide to like throw a pipe bomb you don't uh you plan that and mm-hmm. you have to make the pipe bomb and then you actually have to throw it so um i agree with that
1: damn i don't
2: even want to talk about abortion this shit like got me like i'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. i threw up alone
1: i mean well, hey
2: like i mean i think
1: and i'm gonna get i'm gonna I'm I'm probably catch some hell for it i mean it is what it is
2: That's uh you bad. know As we said, the views and the opinions of this podcast and, you know, we do not, we are not in any way advocating violence of any kind. That's not the type of people we are. Um, You know, we are having a discussion about the Second Amendment and exercising our freedom of speech. So, you know. So we're going to agree to
1: disagree um we do agree on some of the practices that needs to be in place to make the changes for gun control yes but in terms of having the type of gun that is i guess not necessary but having a type of Gun, one desire. that you
2: desire. Yes, that you desire.
1: desire is a difference of opinion between myself and my my podcast mates. So we'll agree to disagree, and then we'll move on. Okay, sis, um, who are you telling? Mm-hmm. So, okay, all right. So let's talk about this Roe versus Wade. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. All right, abortion, 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 abortion. Ooh, I have gotten to many heated discussions about abortion. I really have.
2: I'm just gonna say, if you have a uterus, mind your uterus, okay? Like, th- this is not. Uh, I'm not even. Uh, go ahead. Somebody no, else no, start.
1: You gonna, no, you gonna go ahead. We gonna we gonna talk about this, okay? So, um, ladies, have any of you ever had an abortion? I
0: have never had an abortion, but I have
2: known people who have. I'll say that. Corinne. Same. I know people who who have.
1: I got y'all got that long pause, right? Y'all waiting for me. Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> We're looking at you.
1: <laughs> I, have have an, an <laughs> I have not Had an abortion I have not had an abortion But I know several people That have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Do you have Like have you all Had like A close personal experience In terms of abortion In terms of like Assisting somebody at a clinic Or somebody assisting somebody with the aftermath Or you know Talking to somebody you know, having a conversation with like a close friend or a relative in terms of abortion?
2: Definitely, you know, um, I've had instances, you know, just, yes, there have been loved ones, you know, throughout my lifetime who have had circumstances in which, you know, um, and when I say loved ones, that could be family or friends. So if anybody is out there trying to put the needle on the mm-hmm. donkey or tail or whatever you want to call it. Mind your business. Mind, mind, your business, business. mind your uterus. Yeah. There's definitely no disclosure here. But I've had loved ones who, and it's for various reasons, you know, have, you know, gotten an abortion. Um, some of it's financial, some of it's for, you know, medical conditions. Um, there, the women's, the woman's body is number one. You don't know, like there are people, friends that I know in my network who have had to get abortions because it was a medical emergency, you know? Um, and there are others that, you know, just financially was just not suitable. And there are some who just wanted it.
1: It is what and it there is. There are some
2: there's that are just wanted it. But uh the reason why we're talking about this is because we're talking about a choice here. Um and the freedom of really just like and 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 will, right? Like the freedom of choice. Here is what we're talking about. Um, And we wanted to address it in addition to the gun control because it is a hot topic. And we are all women on this podcast, if you did not know. And um, we we understand that this topic needed to be addressed. So
1: So are you pro-choice? Or pro-life? Choice. Choice. Contrary to popular belief, being raised in the South, I'm pro-choice. F that, pro-life. Forget that. I'm not (laughs) dealing with that. I'm pro-choice, okay? (laughs) I know I was raised in the South, and that is shamed upon, but I don't give a blank. I am pro-choice. But who says that
0: being pro-choice is not also being pro-life? That's the part I never understood. There you go, sis. There you That's go. The part I never understood. Um, explain. Well, explain. <laughs> Those um, that don't understand. Just like um, Corinne stated earlier, I have known plenty of individuals who have um, gotten abortions for multiple reasons. Being uh, too young, youth, being um, money couldn't afford it, being that they just didn't want children. Um, cases where birth control didn't work like it was supposed to. you know it was a lot of different reasons why these women decided to get an abortion. Um, but um, they chose life they chose they chose that so life could be better, For themselves. That doesn't mean that, you know, um, that they, how am I, how should I say this? Um, they believed in life. They believed in making sure that the life that they wanted for themselves was still going to be in place after Mm. this incident, whether whether it happened, um, in most cases it happened by accident. Getting pregnant happened by accident. Um, I have to honestly say that most of the women who I didn't know were responsible, you know? And so it wasn't always, um, Oh, I'm being wild and crazy out there doing whatever I wanted to do and getting pregnant. That wasn't always the case. So I always want to say that, um, just because a woman decides to get an abortion does not mean that she is not pro-life. Um, cause she's choosing a better life for herself. Um, now, and then at the right time. Yeah. And at the right time. No. In the future, she will decide to have children. Um, I don't think that the government should tell me what I should or shouldn't I do with my body. And even though I have never myself had an abortion, I do believe it is my choice if I decide to have one. Um, I don't think I should be forced to have a child that I'm not prepared for, I'm not ready for. And the fact that we have so many, and I'm speaking specifically about African-American and or slash Black children who are in the foster care system, Mm -hmm. um, kids who are not being adopted. um, And I also recently read an article about the fact that the United States is also allowing um, foreigners, people from other countries to adopt Black children. Do you know black children are being adopted outside of the U S at a huge number? I didn't know that. That I was shocked to find that out. And so, and I'm like, okay, so (laughs) they, they won't give us money so we can feed the children we currently have. They won't give us resources to help the kids that are currently under their protection Um, they're doing everything possible to not help these children who are already here. So life that's not here yet is more important than the life that's already here. That's the question I always had. Like, what are we doing? What are we saying? I think that we're giving out the wrong, what is it? I think we're just looking at things in the wrong way. The way in which we're talking about life, I just think it's crazy that they value life that hasn't been born yet, but they don't value the life that's already here.
2: I don't think it's about that though. You know? I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's no. about life. I think it's about power, right? Like I like like the people in the government who are governing this nation are majority older Caucasian males, right? Wrenched in a system that was built to control others who do not look like them. And therefore, number one, let's address the point of control. I, being the majority in the patriarchal society, can control the woman's body. Forget about, it's the woman's body. And two, It's about control. It's literally about control. It's nothing, it's not about, it's not about life. It's, 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 it's the self-righteousness of, I can tell you what to do with your body. As a woman, you know, like you lose, as a woman, you lose a part of your freedom. If somebody tells you, you can and cannot, so I can and cannot get a tattoo, I can and cannot get my nose pierced. I cannot, and and I can and cannot do all these things because you said I'm breaking the law. Who are you to judge? So I have,
1: I I, I agree with you, but I have a little bit of a difference of opinion in terms of that. I do think it is a control issue, um, but I also think it is about life, sustaining a particular race. Because Mm. when I went to um, the Women's March, which was awesome, oh my God, that thing was so powerful. It wasn't even funny. Um, And I was standing there in the midst of the middle of this crowd, and there was a woman that was yelling and saying... Does anybody want to talk about their abortion? Does anybody want to talk about their abortion? And when I tell you the amount of this particular race of people that had a lot to discuss about it, it shocked me. And I think that they want to sustain their particular race because- At the rate that we're going with the mixing of races, they're not the majority anymore. They are becoming in the minority, and it's a problem. And so, I agree. To combat that, they choose to, there's your control issue to control a woman's reproductive system in order for them to sustain their race. Because what a lot of people don't believe or don't understand if you do the statistics, that particular race has way more abortions than any other race.
2: Well, the the rebuttal would be that they it makes sense right because they are the majority Mm -hmm. so technically right so the majority has the majority of the abortions like when you do it like if you want to do the math right Mm -hmm. somebody's going to say oh well that makes statistically sense but doesn't really
1: there's another issue I think of why this is bring it to light. First, it baffles me that a woman's reproductive system is a constitutional law. That shit drives me nuts. Like I just, I don't understand it. Like there's no federal law regarding a man's penis, his testicles, his erectile dysfunction, because the, the, the problem is is that the semen count is low and yep. they can't produce as a black man. They, they're not able to produce and multiply like we are. And so it's a problem. But the other thing that I was saying, um, this is an open door to a Pandora's box. Yep. Because I feel that whatever ruling that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, first, here you are trying to reverse an almost 50-year law. It's a way to with the control issue corinne
2: next is going to be the civil rights law exactly and they're not even gonna live to for the next 50 years mm-hmm. i have an issue with you said person god forbid i mean you are x years old you are about to expire for real mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. like like forget about you know your children expire. No you are about to expire and here you are making a decision for generations that are to come after you. To your point, it's the sustainment. It's the, it's the, it's the, the rolling back, right? It is a Mm -hmm. Pandora's Mm -hmm. box Mm -hmm. of, of rolling back the progress that we have made because people have spoken up Mm -hmm. To say this is not right. You will not make this decision anymore.
1: It will be abortion, and civil rights, then possibly gay, the LGBTQ community, their laws. It's just, it's like a ripple effect to me. That's just, you know. But I get really emotional about abortion, even though I never had one. People, every time I I hear about it, I get really emotional about it. They're like, damn, did you have an abortion? I'm like, no, I didn't. Despite what people may think. I am why that why well no. <laughs> but um I can't it drives me nuts. Like I don't understand how my body is you like for instance I always put this up. I say because for people who are pro, pro-life and they always say that, you know, you're going against God's rules or whatever reason that they have for pro-life, and I say let me explain something to you. Uh, a, a woman or a young adult, a young teenage girl gets raped. Okay, here come this abortion law saying that you can't get an abortion. What you want this person to carry the seed of a person that caused you so much trauma in your life? Like, how? What do you do for that? And they they always say that's different. And I'm like, no, it's not. Abortion is abortion, mm-hmm. regardless. I agree. So I don't understand that, oh, yeah, you can't have an abortion. But in that circumstance, yeah, that is that is warranted. No. Or incest, which happens quite often as well. Quite often, yes. Like, the fact that the woman has to carry this child for nine months and possibly have this child for 18 years of their life, looking at the person that... um the other traumatize
2: them yeah
1: Yeah. cause that trauma like that shit is crazy to me i don't understand that
2: and not only that to annette's point you know it is increasing the amount of kids that we have in the foster care system we are not talking about them it is beyond a woman's choice right like we have kids in the foster care system that are not being taken care of, taken care of, right? And you have somebody who is willing to say in government that has nothing, doesn't know who you are, Tom, Dick, and Harry, Sue and Bob, who you have no relation to, who don't know you, said so that you need to have this kid. And this kid is now stuck in the foster care system. Um and You know, it's a cyclical effect and we need to talk about that because then here comes the subsidies and then, oh, here comes the behavior issues. And then, oh, here comes the mental illness that you claim is the reason why people are shooting up buildings and hating life. You know, so while you may think it's a good idea to... mm, put red tape around our uterus, it's not. And, oh, by the way, God is the ultimate say at the beginning and the end of the day, a choice is a choice. So So in addition to what you're saying, if
1: a person like, for instance, how Annette and you, Corinne was talking about, like financially, they're not able to afford it. So here they are popping out this kid that they can't have an abortion,
2: who paying for the welfare? Who exactly and Who then you're complaining years? Th- that oh. nobody can get a job so, or like he,
1: right so you sitting up here taking this 400 one time and done as opposed to 18 years of us providing support for an unwarranted child like I don't and- understand that concept if they want to put financial terms into it into place um
0: i i I think it's a twofold thing like you were saying earlier i think it's two things i think just like you said earlier their numbers are diminishing they want their numbers to increase and the second thing is that we as women have come so far since before and they don't like that either the fact that women are moving up and the, the further we move up the ladder the less likely we are to have a bunch of children most women you're talking to today who are in positions of power, a lot of them don't have children. If they do, they might have one and only one. If that. If and that. they don't want to. And they so want them. it's definitely a thing of we want to increase our numbers. In order for us to increase our numbers, and then we're only talking about their numbers. In order to increase our numbers, we have to do something. And so they're... Their solution is, okay, so let's pass all these laws so these women can't have these abortions. But what they don't understand is that just like building that wall is not going to stop them, uh, not going to stop individuals from coming here into America, uh, putting those those rules on the books is not going to stop women from having abortions. You're just going to have more women uh, doing it underground. You're going to have more women dying in the process. Of trying to get it done right
2: absolutely or just just doing things committing suicide yeah. possible increases of, of rates of suicide having to bring somebody into this world like there's there's this thing that i learned in um when when i was getting uh my masters and it's called the value of statistical life right so it's something that You analyze when you want to model trains and accidents, and you know accidents on planes. What is the value, right? What is how people associate the payout to somebody's families? The value of statistical life. So the age, right, at which that person died, um, the potential, their background, right. All of this is taken into an equation for a payout and where i'm going with this is like we decrease the value of statistical life number one when you are forcing somebody to do something that they don't want to do meaning bringing a child into this world that they don't want to bring into because mentally like the longevity of it all, and with the value of statistical life, right? You're you're trying to approximate, right, the the longevity of somebody, like the potential of somebody, and where I was going with this is that when you this this person came from a good household, make made X dollars, right? You got you take their salary into account. Um, things and that gets put into the equation when you bring somebody into this world, right? And you look at the potential and you don't want to bring them into this world or they're being brought into this world in a negative situation into poverty, you're ex- you're you're decreasing the value of this person's statistical life mm-hmm. or potential, right? Like I'm not saying that I'm not saying that if Women who have chosen to have children um, and make a certain income or don't make a certain income that their child's life is any less than. But when you know how you do something and you really don't want to do it, there's this resentment, there's this half ass attitude, you just suck it up and you just do it it's not always the greatest situation and that's where I'm going with it like
0: meaning you don't always I, put your all into it when you do do it and so because exactly. of that, that, that thing that you were trying to do is not as 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 good as it could be so basically exactly what to, to bring a child into this world that she doesn't want she's not she might not be as loving as comforting as supportive as encouraging. To that child which again to
2: make sure that this person is successful in society Mm -hmm. that's exactly what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. like you know if you are forcing women who are you know in between jobs or you know just whatever to have a child you are not setting that person up for success that unborn child up for success automatically
1: and then look, look at the times.
2: Look at what happened in in Texas.
1: You want to bring something in this world? And that? Look at the cost of child care. It's insane. It's the same as rent or a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Look at the student loan debt. You got people couples who are in half a million dollars student loan debt. You want to bring a child into the world with that? Like it's so many factors that I'm not. not I'm saying that that's like a uh, um, like legitimate factors. I'm just using examples, but there's so many factors in in terms of how overturning this rule can cause, you know, some type of like is just chaos to me. It's, it's just chaos, and you we're supposed to be of equal value, but We're not, there's, like I said, there's no federal law against a man's testicles and his penis. Uh, Why don't you get a vasectomy or have a rule to get a vasectomy? Mm -hmm. Or why don't you, um, you know, like someone who has 30 something kids or whatever, I don't know, whatever the situation may be, but have the same rules for a man in terms if you if you want to go that route then do then do it the same way the it, it takes two to tango so yeah yeah i i am pro choice very wholeheartedly and um i i i feel we're we're moving backwards
0: we definitely are
1: and the fact that these um ed uh, turkey neck looking individuals <laughs> have that much power to control.
2: Not turkey neck, no. Turkey neck. Turkey neck. So y'all know who we're talking about. Turkey I will never look at turkey necks the same. And I like you them in
1: my <laughs> Um, They have control. It's just insane to me. And again, like I said, I'm not trying to put the voting factor into it, but a certain individual knew exactly what this person was doing when he decided to put certain people in. Sure did. Of power for life. Mm -hmm. Sure did. Regardless if that person is not available at the moment in their current position, their opinions about the things that are happening in America would be here for many, many years. Many years to come. Many years to come. And that particular individual and his ED crew, or ED for people who don't know, erectile dysfunction, because that's what they are, erectile dysfunction crew, Mm -hmm. knew exactly what they were doing and why they were doing it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that is also a factor and why we're in this circumstance that we're in right now, but I am pro pro choice a thousand percent.
0: So, ladies, and
1: no ED person, no ED person should control my uterus. None.
0: Cheers. So one thing I wanted to talk about kind of to almost sort of wrap it up a little bit, but get your opinion on it because it's definitely been in the news lately, especially on social media news. How about that? Let me say social media news. And that's the point where black women are deciding not to work with white women to fight this new law that might be coming on the books as far as abortion. Did you hear about that? The fact that no, no, really, that black women Mm -mm. are saying, no, this is not our fight, you know, because when we tell you there's something that is wrong with us and then how medically we're, we're treated when we go visit the doctor or we see the hospital that, no, this now white woman is your fight. This is not our fight anymore. You want us to help you. You haven't seen that. You want us to help you go out there and fight to make sure that this law is not passed. But when we've told you that, hey. Um, the medical, the medical field—they're not fair to us. They treat us, you know, differently. We're asking for your help. You stand back and watch, and be like, "Oh, that doesn't affect me, so I'm not going to worry about it." But now that this abortion law is coming up again, you want us to stand beside you and fight with you. And a lot of Black women are saying, "Yeah, this is not my fight. Um, this is not about me." I haven't me. heard
2: about that. They're saying it's not about, about me. That. This is
0: not my fight. Just like I'm sorry, Fatima said, "This is about their numbers." Right,
2: it's really not about us. it's about their numbers, well, it doesn't surprise me though it doesn't it doesn't surprise me though, because if we're talking about allies mm-hmm. and y- y- I think that that gets into a whole different subject matter to be yeah. honest okay. like i think I think you know that's more of a woman's rights fight type of thing, or you think yes okay. yes yeah, yeah. Right. I think I think. But no, I think that that gets into, you know, women's women's rights in general mm-hmm. and not specifically abortion. Uh, yeah, specifically abortion, okay. because I think that, that that's, you know, uh, the, that's been a historical the issue between us point of conflict yeah. for just for ever since. Yeah. In yeah. some aspects, I get what they're saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, we don't care about you, but now since it's, All of us, Mm -hmm. we're women now. We're not; it's not a black or white issue, right? But now it's all of us. We have we have to stick together. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about, you know, the
0: medical institutions not giving us the same level of care and stuff like that, you can't be there to help us. You're you're like, oh, it doesn't affect us,
1: right? So in some aspect, I get that. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard that. I really haven't. Oh wow, Um, yeah, it's been. I haven't heard that. I'm going to Google it now since I. Since you brought it up, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that, so I, I can't. I don't. I can't make an opinion on it. I okay. do understand, in some aspect, what they're saying, but for me, to me, it's a bigger issue right now. It's a bigger issue to me. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. But yeah, y'all, they starting to get on my nerves now. I'm just, I get real, real passionate and oh uh, you know y'all my mouth is foul so you start talking about that you know i'm just I'm a, I'm a, my talk to- my toxic from my previous episode i'ma snatch your soul <laughs> 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 talking about that it's just ridiculous um so
2: so ladies um Let's, let's recap a little bit here. We talked about gun control. We talked about two major hot topics in politics. Hot topics in politics. Hot topics in politics. It's primary season. If you're not registered to vote, vote. If you're listening, um, if you don't think your vote matters, that's a topic for another day. Um, but... Whether you are a male or female, we talked on like, hey, this episode is like a unisex episode for real. We talked about gun control, and we also talked about, um, you know, abortion. I think, but the at the core of that is is being empowered, right? Um, And specifically with us being women uh, and wanting to be healing, empowering. Encouraging, loving sisters. We encourage you to, you know, as much um, as the news is daunting a lot of times, we also encourage you to be empowered by what, you know, these current issues are and exercise your right to vote, use your voice, um, and I mean, again, we can't say enough that the views and the opinions of the Heels podcast does not express the views and opinions of our nine to five and our 10 to eight and our 12 to two, because we work that night shift too. It's like, just kidding. Um, but yeah, you know, we are literally having authentic discussions about what's hot. Uh, so. I don't know any closing parting words from my empowering, loving, encouraging sisters. I mixed up the words, I mixed up the letters, but you you got what I meant.
1: I I don't have a, I don't know how to do heels for gun control. I really don't. Um, yeah. I just have an opinion about of what choice of gun that I would like to, which is my own personal opinion, not the views and opinions of heels. Um, so I don't have any encouraging words about that. Um, in terms of abortion. Um, i just encourage people to to know your rights
2: yes and, and
1: know you know what you're capable of do your research and you know even though i'm not a fan of social media the power of social media has a very heavy influence in educating yourself on what's going on in America, in terms of what laws are being presented and changed. Um, So my encouragement is to, you know, do your research and and, and be educated on your rights. Um, And don't back down, you know, not at all. Um, shout out to that millennial that snitched because I it had to be a millennial that had to do that because <laughs> we show no loyalty. So shout out to that person. I know that person <laughs> got raised on that, that constitutional leak. I mean, on that Supreme Court leak. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I know, right? That shout out yo. That, that was crazy.
1: I got a huge raise causing whoever that
2: whoever snitched oh, and they listen it has to be a millennial, a millennial but that was so dispute. strategic it was like Shout and out then they them. gone like whoever you, don't, you don't even know they probably paid somebody off too oh to my, like i couldn't imagine the payment
1: on that i just couldn't listen yeah that's all i have to say. i
0: don't think so. i really have any parting words when it comes to gun control or abortion um I'm just, I just want to say, do your due diligence and, you know, be informed. That's all I can give you.
2: Be empowered to be informed. And that's exactly, I think, how we'll end this episode is be empowered to be informed. Do your research. Um, So that, that takes us out the last episode of the first season Yay! we hope you all will return i know cheers we actually did it so uh yeah wow um and we we hope you guys will come back for season two um so we ended it with a bang we gonna start it with a bang too so mm-hmm. uh that's a promise Yeah all right that's that's it for the hills podcast season one
0: we hope you join us again in september for our new episode or our new season